Hello, it's the uh, Hearty Dice Friends, and we're going to be. Uh, uh, hi, hi, uh, it's your boys. It's, it's your boys, Grant and Chris. It's your boys. Uh, today we're talking about the eight. We're really excited to learn about all these numbers on there. I think that goes as high as seven. Come, come, come with us, won't you, into the marvelous world of dice. Marvel upon our splendor of dice. Oh. Do you want to roll some dice with us? Yes. Listen, listen to my dice. I got eight. I don't have any dice to hand. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Let's see if I still show. Hello and welcome to Hockey Dice Friends. My name is Grant Howard. This is Chris Taylor, and we've run out of questions. Hello, and yes, Hi. yes, we have. I'm going on my holobobs. Wait, no, shoot me clean through the head. Bang! I'm. S- ah! Thank you. Um, he went I... like he would have wanted. <laughs> Shot by me for saying holobobs. I'm going on my holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to America. Going to Washington DC, America, and then, and then to New York, New York, New York, for some pizza, some cannoli, and taxi cabs to get robbed. Yeah, get held up at gunpoint. Well, not gunpoint. It's New York. Get held up at knife point. Yes, yes, the true Civilized. American experience. Yes. Um, I'm going on, going on my holidays to America, and I and so we decided we'd record another episode pretty much right after the last one. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that means we don't have enough questions because we are uh, we are well they're hunter gatherers for questions. I suppose a lot of other podcasts operate with some sort of question vat, or they're popular, so people send them in, mm. and we yep. have we have to sort of like like just scrape and scavenge our questions together. We're from... very much running on found ammunition. Yeah, very much so. Uh, we're, we're, we're refilling shell casings with gunpowder at this point. Yeah. So what we thought we'd do, because uh, it went so well last time, is design a game live on air. And maybe not quite live on air, but we've asked you for your suggestions for um, for game titles, and we're going to just, just brainstorm, you know, really blue sky think Yeah. about this. We're going to do a pre-mortem. Keep, no, keep, keep pre-mortem. it open and promote synergy. Yeah, definitely. I don't want to, I don't want any synergy to go unpromoted. No, I don't, you don't want it sloshing around the edges and falling on the floor. Like no. too much cake matter. Ugh, Sorry, no. I've been watching Nailed It. <laughs> I've been watching Bake Off. Oh, oh Nailed It is so good, everyone. Have you, have, have, you been, have you been checking out season two? Yeah. How is it better? Is it good? How it's, is it? So Dingleberry Dane is not in it, obviously, which is a oh. letdown for me. Everyone watch um, Nailed It season one. Go on. Um... But there is a lot of people who are very sure of their ability. Um, and there's, there's this... She's 55, this woman. She's very mm-hmm. strident about how old she is. Um, and she says she bakes quite a bit. And she has to make like a tower cake. Right. And she cooks all of these things. And they're all in different colours. And they're beautiful. And she takes right. them out, flips them over. And essentially the top millimetre of these two litre pie tins mm-hmm. has cooked. Right. Oh, the wow. rest is absolute liquid wow and it goes everywhere Mm, and she carries on (laughs) yeah the chutzpah of these people is astonishing I was chatting to an American about, sorry, a Canadian about um, about American cooking shows and she she was describing one to me where you get 10 grand at the start and you can spend it so you get like I think you get 50 grand at the start and it's all like teams of professional chefs I forget the name of the show and you get um, 50 grand at the start and if you if you cook the best meal you win the money if you don't cook the best meal you don't win any of the money however you can choose to spend the money to sabotage the other teams okay so one guy spent 7 grand to have one guy's sugar replaced with with gummy bears <laughs> That's beautiful. That is astonishing. I really like that as a concept. Like that, that makes nailed it look quite petty. Yeah. But yes. Um. We're we're going to design a we're going to design a game line. 
Can I can I can I just say one more one more nailed it thing? Yeah, I can't say anything apparently. Good, go for it. Because there's a man, there's a man cooking a cake, and the cameraman mm-hmm. is a genius. Because mm. what this man is doing is he's making cake. However, what he's picked up says mm. very clearly on the pot salt, mm. not sugar. Mm. So he's putting three or four cups of salt. Oh no. Into that, the in, into that's his quite salty. into his cake and into his frosting mm-hmm. and into his buttercream. Wow! And all through this, the cameraman is just very slowly panning away from him onto the powdered sugar on the shelf, <laughs> and it's it's painfully slow. And it's the most beautiful thing to watch. Does he, does he, does he go through and cook the whole thing? He has no idea till the end, and then they taste wow. it. Wow. And they just spit it out and they make him eat it. <laughs> God, imagine salt buttercream. Oh, it's, it must have been rancid. Anyway, sorry. Mm. I love Nailed It. It's very good. Everybody I, want, I, I want to go and get drunk with Nicole. Yes. Oh, yes. She, oh, she seems like she, she's, she's such a good egg. She's so lewd in second series. Oh, my. Oh, is she now? Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. We have asked you for your suggestions. For game titles, now Chris and I are gonna we're gonna pitch these to each other and see mm-hmm. and see and so uh, either if you've got one but you're not sure what it is, ask it to me as a question, and if you've got a solid idea, pitch it to me as an idea. Okay. Now, wh- why don't you start? I'm gonna start because we've got quite a list. So I'm scrolling oh. up and down this list. Well, I've just closed. Because I'm a genius. Um, the one window you need it open. Yeah, it turns out if you just click in the background of Twitter, that all goes away. Oh, that all goes away, buddy. Yeah. So there's one we've literally just this second had, 36 mm-hmm. seconds ago. Which is? By Paul. Mm-hmm. Bill and Ted versus Dracula. My knowledge of the Bill and Ted films isn't super strong, my dude. Okay, so the basic premise of Bill and Ted. Uh-huh. Two assholes... Okay. Find out that they are the chosen ones okay. to lead, essentially, the revolution through music yeah. and being astonishing and being lovely humans. Okay. Um, a time it's Keanu traveler, Reeves and the other guy. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a man called Rufus comes back. Who's um, George Carlin? Yes. Comes back from this idyllic future. Right. Because something's going to affect that future, so he's trying to stop it by helping them out now. Right. And that's the plot of Bill and Ted. That sounds like quite a good film. Is it? It's astonishing. Uh, Like, they meet an alien called Station. Okay. uh, Who splits into two at one point. Or is two and then joins into one and has a really big butt. (laughs) There's a lot of focus on the butt. It It sounds like a classic, Chris. It's astonishing. It's genuinely worth a watch. Um, um, and and so, Dracula, you see, is this old book. Mm-hmm. They have pages and text um, where there's a vampire. What, you can't what, see, but I'm doing a vampire teeth hang on. motion. What, where would you plug it in? In the spine. There's a USB port usually. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay, cool. Um, where there's a vampire called Dracula. I know what a Dracula is. Oh, okay. So there's a couple Dra- of Dracula. A Dracula is a kind of Frankenstein. Yes, mm-hmm. but with blood rather than limbs. Ah, they need other people's blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, they have and, a much better dress sense. Yeah. So I get, well, I mean, was Frankenstein... Have, have you read the book? Yes. Was Frankenstein that big in the book? I assume he was just person-sized. Yeah, because he's just made up of people, isn't he's he? He's made up of people. It's not like three arms stuck in sequence. I guess... <laughs> I've got too many elbows. I guess the other option is that you just get the biggest legs and the biggest arms from everyone. Yes, but I mean, if you're doing that, like... Just get the big guy. Just get the big guy, and that doesn't work yeah. because some bits have rotted. Yeah. Tricky, anyway, I guess. The game mm. is Bill and Ted versus Dracula. Okay, who, which side are we playing? I would presume that would be on the side of Bill and Ted. Okay. Defeating the nefarious machinations... Machinations. Machinations. Mm-hmm. Not machinations. Is that machinations with matches? Yeah. Matches? Of, <laughs> of Vlad Dracul. Vlad Dracul. Mm-hmm. Now, now so is what, this a bit like the old um, board game, Curse, like Curse of Dracula, I believe it was called, where you Fury had tra- of Dracula. Dracula. Fury of Dracula, yeah. It's like that, but every mm-hmm. square is a different time period. Right. 
that's fun. You could have Dracula in like eighties glasses and things, right? And Dracula's mm. trying to blend in with with the time period, but he only has stereotypes to go on. Ah, okay. So you're looking for the most. So essentially, you're playing who's who or guess who. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Spy party or Spyfall? I think it's Spyfall. The game. Spyfall. Spyfall is, is when is when you have to um, pretend that you're that you're um, in a scene. And everyone That's, else knows what the scene is. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And so Dracula wouldn't really know what was going on, and so you'd, uh, you'd, you'd have to try and spot Dracula in this scene. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I think that could work. And plus you could you could yell wild stallions really loudly all the time. Is that a thing that happens in the film? That's, their, that's Bill and Ted's band. Oh, I see. Yes, isn't it spelled both, funny? Both wild and stallions are spelt with Ys. <laughs> Kooky. Mm. Um, so it's more of a board game. I guess. Yes. I like that. That's kind of fun. What is that board game where you've got like a load of different locations you can be and everybody has a job there? Um, that's and, that's Spyfall, I think. Yeah, it must be Spyfall, yeah. Yes. I've got one. Okay. Spin Daddies. <laughs> so, what you do is mm-hmm. you take the music of the Zoot Suit Daddies mm. and a PR firm... <laughs> and try and you try and make sorry the cherry popping daddies sorry cherry popping daddies they have zoot suit, suit riot zoot suit riot is one of the songs i zoot conflated suit daddy, yeah. i apologize that's okay um, um, and you merge so you, the two you, you take the cherry popping daddies which might i add is just the worst name for a band oh it's awful although as jimmy wild said pick your initials very carefully yeah like their their initials do spell jew which is difficult mm. but they're not like the virginity takers no. Which is Virginia a really strange thing to put your... And also daddies. Mm-hmm. But it's a big I, thing, isn't it? This, this, this daddy lark. What? In... in, in um, uh, What the fuck is the name of the music that they play? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, in my head I've got scoot, but that isn't... It is not scoot music. <laughs> Scuba! Scuba! <laughs> Come on, we'll get there. We'll get there. What's it called? Oh. Ma- madness play it. Bristleflex, Scar. Scar, there we are, thank you. They don't play Scar. Fuck, what is it? <laughs> Madness play Scar. Yes. Swing? swing? It's Electro Swing? No, that's 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 all the, all the French people play Electro Swing. Oh, Dimmu Borgir and stuff like that. I have no idea. <laughs> Never mind then, that joke completely missed. Sorry, did not land. No. Spin Daddies. That's the one. You know, you know those Lazy Susans? <laughs> yep. Each team has a Lazy Susan okay. and a daddy. <laughs> and I'm picturing, like, like not like a sugar daddy or just like an older man you want to have sex with, but like an actual father. Mm-hmm. Perhaps one who's getting on a little bit and isn't quite sure what's happening. And is dizzy. And is dizzy. Well, dizzy to start with. Yeah. And then you put you, you put him on a um, Lazy Susan. You've got to spin him at a certain RPM. And okay. the first one, and the first, the first daddy to fall off. Or so the thirty-three or forty-five, or he doesn't, he doesn't come out right. <laughs> Otherwise, your daddy comes out all distorted, <laughs> spinning backwards, and you can communicate with Satan. Should note, spin daddies was sent in by Roll to Play podcast. Yes, you should credit that one. Um, I think that the best part of spin daddies is the name. I think it is. I think it's like spin daddy. It's a it's a lewd. Um, Elder version of Spin the Bottle. Or it's a thinly veiled clone of Jet Set Radio. <laughs> I now have I now have the soundtrack in my head. Yeah. But like but like with with all the slickness of Jet Set Radio, but this the answer going Spin Daddies. <laughs> and it's 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 a load of daddies. Um in like ill fitting vests and roll the blades. A uh, roll the skates rather than blades. Mm-hmm. A load of seventies daddies. And they, they just can't skate as well as they think they can. Oh, imagine, imagine Like, that. it's mainly arms. But, like, I really like that sort of 70s aesthetic. Like, like, like the short shorts, big hair, headbands, those and sort the, of shady-looking sunglasses. And the leg warmers that go over the skates. Is that not an 80s look? Like yeah, no, well, just that, that that's always been a thing for, for those yeah. sort of square-set roller yeah. skates. I guess, like, they'd... they'd and, and also, it's, it's, it's to protect your ankles, isn't it? I guess, yeah. But like you have that, you have those daddies mm-hmm. trying to um, some sort. Of, I mean, some sort of revolution seems like the best bet. That's 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 what Jet Set Jet Set Revolution. What the fuck's it called? I've already forgotten the name. Jet, Jet Set, Set Radio. Radio. 
yeah, Jet Set Radio, that seemed to be about at least rebellion. Yeah. I, pl- I played it for a little bit. It was rather unscrutable. Then Man of the Coat arrived and tried to shoot me to death. Yeah, that'll happen. That seemed like a tonal shift. It's about taking back your neighbourhood. Yes, from a man with a gun. The police, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't have a gun. No, no. You I, have, I was you a have, child. You have roller skates and your yeah. radio tuned to freedom. Yeah, there is that, I guess, yeah. All right, put, uh, give me one. Give me one. What you got? So, we got a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot, proportionally, mm-hmm. of semen-based selections here. Well, I think that's that's very much a prison of our own making. Yes. So I'm just going to run through a couple, and we'll pick the good ones. Okay, sure. Uh, Spunk Trumpeteers, second edition. Okay. Uh, Jeez Paladin Adventures. Mm, that's the that's the alternative for Jazz Paladin Adventures, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's it for the good ones, honestly. Although the Goop, the Bard, and the Ugly could fit in that category. <laughs> I don't like referring to it as goop. <laughs> Especially not when Gwyneth Paltrow's involved. Um, I'm feeling... Sp- Jizz Paladin Adventures, that seems to go against what paladins are. Possibly, yes. I suppose... Well, I mean, if everyone's if everyone's excited for it, then I guess you could be paladins of, like, a life god. Yeah. And you just, you know... Spooge. <laughs> See, whereas I think we could probably get away with strum- Spunk Trumpeteers. Mm. Because Please, spunk, go on. Spunk is also synonymous with Moxie. I wish it wasn't, but it is. Mm-hmm. Hutzpah. So Verve. we could have... Vim. We could just have a really, like, socially active hornblower. Mm-hmm. And we could get away with that legally. I, I mean, think... I mean hornblower, like like the, the period like, drama. Oh, like Horatio Hornblower. <laughs> yeah. I think that I'd much rather have um, this is this is a magic trumpet which makes you come. <laughs> this is a piccolo. What makes you shit yourself? <laughs> but that's that's the one tool you give them, and you run D and D with that. Okay. Um, and maybe they've got like a knife as well, I suppose. But like, the, like the, instead of a wizard, you've got this guy with a spunk trumpet. Yeah. And you've just got to use this tactically. I kind of like that because, like, because, like, you've got five minutes where it isn't really possible. Yeah. To do it again, so like you've got to time it. <laughs> you've got to cool right. down. You've got to cool down. Now, is this an area effect? Is this targeted? Does it happen to you? I would assume you'd have to be ready with the earplugs. It could, it could, it could happen in a cone like Thunderwave. That's true, but I I can hear a trumpet if I'm standing behind the trumpeteer. Hmm, that's true. I guess you'd probably just come a bit. Yeah, just a, like <laughs> like a third. Just a dribble. <laughs> oh, I grace myself out. No. No. Sorry, uh, I mean, I mean, you, you did bring spunk trumpeters to the table. Yeah, and I was ready for Horatio Hornblower with a bit more moxie. I had. All right. Well, okay. Okay. So sorry. Sell that to me as a game, then. It's exactly like the plot of Hornblower. All right, but he's just a bit more, you know, you know, energized. Got a bit more to get up and go. Yeah, he's had a Red Bull. <laughs> you know. <laughs> What do you want from me? Game idea, like pitches for games. <laughs> oh, whatever, whatever. All right, fine. I'll have a go. Like I've not got anything that's really feeling like a like a knockout hit no. so far. Have a look. Jonathan Sison writes in light heresy. <laughs> so standard heresy mm. is going against church and God. Yes. How do you then... I would have said it's a binary decision? I think... Well, Dark Heresy is the game of Warhammer 40,000 hunting heretics. Yes. So I'd assume that Light Heresy, you're still hunting heretics, but just like the really non-serious ones? <laughs> just Like like one, ones who've parked heretically. <laughs> the appearing of man kicks open a door. Holds a gun to the child's head and demands of the mother, Did you take the Nautilus name in vain? Did you? Did you? Um, I mean, that's kind of, that's pretty close to the actual yeah, that's bang on. game. Yeah. That's, just, that's just a commissar you've described there. Yeah, that's that's the space Nazi Catholics. Mm. Like, you know, money laundering. Yeah. That's light heresy. Just like, like, my, like, like, heretical soft drug dealing. <laughs> An ounce of devil's lettuce. <laughs> hmm. 
maybe I mean it just it, it lacks the the um. I, I well, like would the punishment fit the crime and be and be suitably like well, I'm just going, I'm going to hit you a little bit but not kill you. It would or be a, is, you, it would be a literal but quite savage slap on the wrist. Right. Okay. Like a power slap on the wrist. Yeah. Like with mm. a power fist. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I I I worry. Yeah. That what we're getting we're getting at here is some interesting. I say interesting. Some plot lines. Mm. But no actual games. No, it's not games, is it? It's not games yet. Mm. Maybe we'll, I'm sure we can find games. I'm sure we can find something. What about this one then? What about this okay. one for a potential okay. actual game? Okay, you, you know what? You know what? I'm going to focus myself, open my heart, open my mind, and open my hands, and receive your wisdom, and see if I can build it into a game. This one's from Phoenix DK. Mm-hmm. Bad dogs. Mm-hmm. My mind is open. Mm-hmm. Breathe in with me. And breathe out again with me. <sighs> just really shit dogs. <laughs> they're, just, they're so mean. No, 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 no. Not shitty dogs. Rubbish dogs. Oh, the, the sort you see gifts of them falling downstairs. Oh, those are great, yeah. Um, what I'm thinking is... You have a stand like you'd have your standard Dungeons and Dragons stats, like strength, mm-hmm. charisma, you know, constitution, all the classics. Yeah, uh, but you just roll the d6 for all of them, aside from aside from intelligence, that that you'd roll the d3 for. That's kind um, of And then you just be shitty dogs, like really bad dogs, but you'd still have standard things to achieve. Or, okay, now bear with me here because I'm, I'm gonna. No, we're looking for dogs. I was bearing with you. What you do is you take Crash Pandas. Classic Grant Howard product, Crash Pandas. And you take Honey Heist. Okay. And you ta- you change um, Bear in Honey Heist mm-hmm. to Dog. Okay. And Criminal to Policeman. Oh, oh you play Police Dogs. And you mix the two together... And you play through Bad Boys as a buddy cop movie of two dogs driving a car and arresting perps. Can we have more than two dogs? Yeah, sure. It's a buddy cop movie for as many dogs as there are. Yeah, they're all buddies. But like, but like, when nobody's looking, they will, they will, you know, bite a suspect. Yeah, because they're they're they're, um. Well, I mean, what are you going to do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What are you yeah. doing? That's not terrible. Mm-hmm. I quite like that idea. Ah, thank I you. Th- I, I think it, it might be difficult to to write it live on air because it is literally just two games that I've written before. Yeah, admittedly, but I'm. But people listening to this can now go away. Don't go, don't actually go away. Please, God, stay. Um, well, I mean, like I, I presume they're listening to it on headphones, so they, they go wherever they want. Continue walking. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stay and- where you are. <laughs> Stand motionless for me! Stand motionless for the entirety of this podcast. And merge those games together and have themselves mm. a campaign. I like the idea of playing a game where you, like a game where you are police dogs, mm-hmm. but like rogue police dogs who don't do things by the book because they can't read. Like cocaine-addicted sniffer hounds. Mmm, like that funny plot in Family Guy. Yeah, that, but with a, with a dog rather than a person. Because that's oh, you, a person. Well, that, yeah, it is a person, isn't it? I don't care. It's, it's a, a naked person. person. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> They've just yeah. like it, it, they've, it's not even a thing. They're just stuck hair to themselves. Mm. So we've got we've got these dogs. I think I think we could possibly expand this. Mm-hmm. So you play maverick dogs because you can't read and don't really understand the law of man. Yep. You are for, like, Do you have a human trainer? No, they died. Oh, they were only three days from retirement. Yeah. Hand in your badge and your collar. <laughs> How did you imagine your gun? Also, how did you get a gun? <laughs> That's my gun. This. That's my gun. No, no, no. Put it down. Bad dog. Bad dogs. Bad dogs. Bad dogs. That's how it what starts. What's she gonna do? Well, oh. that's, well, that's the title sequence. Mm, I like that. That's beautiful. Thank I think. You. I think you could probably hack the apparatus of the crab rules for driving a car. In the in Crash Pandas, it's assumed that the, it assumes that the, the raccoons know what the different pedals do mm-hmm. in a car. Like they know what brake and accelerate does. There's no rules for changing gears. We assume that it's always just running in first, or it's an automatic. Yeah, probably. Oh, I don't know, man. I 
I, I believe those aren't real cars if my training in Fast and the Furious is anything to go by. <laughs> they, they, they all have gears on, certainly. They do, yes, because mm. it's faster. Yes. Oh, does that let your car go faster? You can, you, you, you can, you can accelerate faster because you can push the gears. You can go, you can go into gear lower. Ah, you can do it unsafely. Yeah. You can overclock your engine. No. Oh. That's not what you're doing. Just like using the word overclock. I know, that's why I said no. <laughs> no, stop it. Because I've got to yuck somebody's yums. I really like Bad Boys as a cop drama, but you just replace all of the... You replace all of the people with dogs. Mm-hmm. And then you don't play it straight. Everyone's like, what's this fucking dog doing here? Yeah, and then the dog like, solves a crime, like Lassie. Everyone asks questions, the dogs can't speak. Yeah, but like dragging mm. a kilo of heroin. Mm. Mm. Rather than okay. boys trapped in well. Mm. Let me put one forward to you. Oh, that's okay. going on the maybe pile. I like that. All right. That's solid. All right. Filed. Filed. Asbonauts, <laughs> says Jess Freeney. Okay, so hmm. there's two angles you can take here. Okay. I think I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the main one, and then suggest its opposite later. I, I can't wait. A uh, 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 banquet you're providing me. So the first idea is hmm. that you have recently graduated from Eton. Okay. Now, you have never been outside of high society. Right, yeah. However, you have to deliver a letter or something, just some menial task, Mm -hmm. to a council estate. Oh, I see. And it is such an other world for you. You've kind of geared up. You've got your bubble helmet on. You don an environment suit. So that you don't get any poor on you. Right. And it's about navigating the hostile environments of inner city London. I like I like your pitch. Mm-hmm. I'm worried it might come across as poverty tourism. Oh, that's exactly what they're doing, yes. Well, I suppose it's not poverty tourism. It's more poverty visiting. Yeah, like... It's, yeah. But uh, I, I also think it'd be, fun, it'd be funnier if they were in diving bells. Yeah, well, I, well, like, I went with, I went bit, with bubble big helmet. diving suits. I went with bubble helmet. I like, I like yeah, that yeah, aesthetic. Yeah. I'm, I'm figuring it's, it's, it's like a, or like, um, I suppose like one of those uh, proper 1970s um, big bulky um, spacesuits with the with the uh, jets for maneuvering on as well. Yeah. So you just you just sort of spiraling around a council estate. Yeah, and you're trying to get up those slightly too thin concrete stairs. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. What was your second one? <laughs> so the second one was you had to deliver a letter to Eaton, <laughs> and you, it's just you, you have an asbo yourself, right? And you've got to navigate the the halls of power. Sorry, so you have to deliver a message to I don't know Lord Winchester, right? Okay, so very very little astronauts actually happening here. I did my best. I was thinking it'd be more about you and your friends trying to move into the International Space Station, uh, citing squatters' rights. That could work. And, and then spray and painting then, the windows. Yeah, yeah, or tinfoiling them, you know. And then, um, and then having and then having space police arrive and deliver <laughs> antisocial behaviour orders to you. They've come a long way. <laughs> well, I mean, they're space police. Yeah, think about they space, pro- right? They are, well, okay, it's a bit like it's a bit like Miss Universe. <laughs> they operate mainly around Earth, some moon-based okay. justice. Sure. Things to do when you're dead, says Glenn. So I don't know how this would work. Okay. But I reckon we can fit a mini-game mm-hmm. into that bit in D&D when you've died and are just making death saving throws every turn. Oh, yeah, okay. We could bung well, something in that to gap to make it, you know, fun, interesting and engaging, rather than... Well, three turns minimum of fuck all. That'd be good. It's a plug-in for every other game. Okay. A bit like that, in inverted commas, controversial add-on that was printed on the back of Puppetland, which interviewed your characters as though they were um, in the modern world doing killing. Okay. <laughs> it was called Power Kill. Don't remember that. It was called Power Kill. It was on. The, it was like, so Puppetland is a cracking RPG. Mm-hmm. It was on the back of that. Um, it was, about, it, was, it was several pages long, and basically you had the characters in Dungeons and Dragons fill out a psychological assessment form. Um, Amazing. Assume, but not in character. But sorry, assuming that they are making these actions within our world. 
Okay. Like, ha- right. Have you murdered someone? Have you taken their things? Why did you do this? Um, and it's it's somewhere between preachy and useless. <laughs> okay. Because the the mechanics of Dungeons and Dragons make killing fine. Yes, it has, that's very true. And and so and so like you're actively encouraged not to think about it and and take these actions and it doesn't gel. Like if it was a World of Darkness campaign, sure, okay, yeah. Yeah, it takes place in anyway. Sorry, it just it bothered me. It was very, um, it was, it was very. Hey, man, look at it. Maybe, maybe those orcs had feelings. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you should be looking at the real monsters here. Well, it was, it was along the same lines as um, violence. The RPG. Oh dear. Why don't you Why do you break into grandma's house and kill her things? I mean, kill her and take her things. <laughs> I'm yeah, kill her toaster. things. What are you going to do, old lady? Push over the porcelain models. <laughs> Your dogs oh. are ruined. <laughs> It is. It is. <laughs> yep, yep, motherfucker. It's a. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 it sounds like we're playing the Esponauts. It does, doesn't it? In this situation. Um, oh no! Is that a hanging basket? Um, things to do when you're dead is a plug-in for every other game, and it's a vision quest. Okay. Which plugs it, and so when when you lose your final hit point, you very quickly generate your character in TTDWYD. Mm-hmm. Or t- 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 as we'd call it, obviously. And so you've got stats like ascendance and introspection and dream leap, and you can Same. pick like you can pick a special power like um, fashion dream ladder. Now it's a bit wacky. Fashion dream stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, sing ethereal dreaming song, or briefly caught like uh, briefly appear in someone else's vision in the main game. Absorb so it's like soul reflection. Sorry? Absorb soul reflection. Yeah, that sort of thing. In fact, actually veering more towards not explaining what they do... Sure. ...is probably better. So you have this, and then when your character dies, on your turn, the GM takes you on a vision quest, which will also be randomly rolled, but supplemented by things that your character's done. Like and a wandering su- monster table. Yeah, basically. And if you succeed on this vision quest, then it's the same as just passing your death saving throws. Okay. If you fail on the vision quest, then, unfortunately, you die. You are ejected from the playgroup. You must leave. If you die in the game, you die in real life. And we will po- And th- that's the other thing about this. It makes it much more exciting because we poison you. I like this. I think it'd be good. I think there's a. I think there's a flexibility to have there, and I think also like it could it could make dying push the plot forward, or at least give you something to fucking do. <laughs> well, if nothing else, you could you could just drop in incredibly useful plot points into the vision quest. Like, well, if you die, that that information's dying with you. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, and like and like write it down in an envelope. Yeah, and be like, a ghost told you this. If they die, they can't tell anyone. You also have the capacity to like. I think it like maybe as a ghost, like you can progress in your in your vision quest and learn more about yourself and others and have that sort of revelation which 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 lets you jump back up on at least five hit points and hit the guy. Or uh-huh. help other people by spectrally guiding their arrows like round a corner. You could also you could, you could have two classes. You could have your death class and your life mm-hmm. class. And your your what class, sorry? Life class. Go on. So you 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 level up when doing stuff while dead mm-hmm. in this, this spectral other world. Mm-hmm. So you'd have people like with a life level of 10. Hmm. But because they've done so well, their death level's only one. So if they were to die, they wouldn't be able to deal with the challenges <laughs> in the spectral world. So what they have to do is they'd have to die early and often yeah. to grind up the levels in there. Or or get your mates who've died a bunch of times to die at the same time. Yeah, and then you and can come and pull you out. Death tutoring. I like this that. does this does this does do the one thing I've always wanted to do in a game but haven't, haven't properly done yet, which is drop hacking. Yes, that's true. Um, which I believe we've talked about in the podcast before, but that's the sort of hacking where you're wired in directly with your brain and you fall unconscious whenever you want to hack into a machine. We, we did drop hacking in um, Unbound. So I said we didn't do it properly. Mm. We tried. It was, it, it was optional. I didn't really like it. So I, I, just, I want a game where it's mandatory. <laughs> Everybody must drop hack. Fulfill my whims. <laughs> Nobody's not drop hacking. It's my birthday party. That's a nice idea. It's like a drop hack birthday party. Yeah. Just, just surprise. Catch them in, I guess. All your friends have shot themselves just so they, when you die, they can have a surprise birthday party. It's I'm not sure touching, about that. Really. I mean, it's very kind of them in mm. a way. Uh, I think it might cause more problems than it solves, though. Oh, they'll all they'll, they'll, they'll all complete their challenges and get ah, okay, all these five yeah. hit points. It'll be fine. 
I think I think there's a lot to be done. I think there's like maybe a six page game. Yeah, there's actually quite a lot of content in there. You could play around with that, but also have like you've got like where you, like if if you wish to play this, the DM will get you to fill out questions like, "What is your afterlife like? Mm. Um, do you feel you've achieved your goals?" Well, the, the key to the game would be making it interesting and cool enough to actually want to do it, but making it non-intrusive. Mm. To oh the no, 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 no! Game. It should be massively intrusive. <laughs> Each death round takes twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, like significantly longer. Because <laughs> that death shouldn't be a punishment. Death should be a reward. You played the game. You, you, you That's tried. Dark. Uh, but like you, um, you, you, you played the game to do the thing. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I really like that. I think that could be it. Do you want to just knock through a few quickly? Sure. And like, it's kind of like a lightning round sort of thing, just to see what what we can come up with. All right. And, and then, like, maybe we'll change our minds, but probably not. Tram force. <laughs> So this is this has got to be um, like Judge Dredd style policing. Oh shit! This is Russell Jones, by the way. Yeah. However, yeah. You, your only mode of transport is the tram, and the batteries in all of your suits don't work off the tram. So you've got you can you you've can't got like go, huge power armored motherfuckers, mm, but you've like got significantly a very limited range. Yeah. So is is it like Evangelion that like you can be tethered and run around? Or do you have to stay on the tram? No, no, you could be you could be tethered, but it's like a five foot tether, and then as soon as you get off of that, you have got a four round battery, mm. like I, a really I, short battery. I really like the idea that you got, you got like a four round battery, but it might be five and it might be three. Like there's kind of like you you've got an increasing risk chance of you running out of power every time. Yeah. So you've got all these big fucking guns, like Judge Dredd style, Lawgiver sort of thing. So, was that the gun he had, the Lawgiver? I assume so. I actually can't yeah. remember. Webs, webs, big old guns, power armor, scanning technologies. Like, like you're you're in, you're incredibly over the top. Everything like like you're you're a you're a basically an army, a one man mm. army in your suit. But you are in a tram, which other people are trying to use, <laughs> and it isn't quick. It isn't quick, and it only goes in on the tram route. Yeah, so you can be defeated by the bad guy going sideways. Well, that is a problem. At that point, you can you can chase after him. For between three to five rounds. Yeah. Um, at which point you're stranded and your friends have to come out and rescue you. But yeah, then you unfortunately. You can't move because you haven't got the strength to move the power on. Boo! Ah, shit. Your friends have to come out, but if you. like, they, they have to sort of form a bucket line <laughs> to get one person within five foot. Yes. But at which point the tram has moved on. Oh, God. You've got to do it incredibly quickly. <laughs> I like this a great deal. What sort, so are you dealing with like murder, drug dealing, really serious crimes, or is it more like parking? Everything. Like Everything. there are there are no normal police anymore. Just the tram force. Just the tram force. You are the mm. army. You are the interplanetary defense force. <laughs> is there a tram that goes? No. Okay. You are, you are also the person who has to check the expiry dates on those disabled badges in cars. Now, if you and really to... just like crack down on that, because there's been a lot of lot of fake disabled badges recently. I've got a question. If you manage to reroute a tramline onto a spaceship and then use that to police space, is that something which you'd encourage or discourage? I would discourage it because we need Earth safe. That's true, and also I feel it's going against the spirit of the game. The tramlines are immutable. Yes. What sort of classes are we talking here? Judge. Um, judge. Hmm. Executioner? No, just judge. Uh, okay. Sentinel? Just judge. Gun haver? Judge. Doctor? It's a judge. Rogue? Judge. Ampersand? That's also a judge. Okay, cool. So just, just No, all, just all those things, so but it, they it, call it, themselves judges. Right, yep. okay, even ampersand. <laughs> they demand everything. <laughs> just a big and. Brother judge, get aboard the judge tram. Well, it's just the tram, because other people use it for They refer to it trams. as the judge tram. Okay, cool. Get aboard the judge. Like, it's... um. It's still full of people going yep. like down the shops and stuff, and I mean like they need seats. You can't take the seats. Excuse You're a police me, I just officer. Need to, can I just get? Through? I'm sorry, madam. Excuse me. Terribly sorry. <laughs> there, the suspect. Bing. Next stop, driver. <laughs> He's getting away. A couple of rounds. 
you'd get a couple of rounds mm-hmm. of shooting out of the window with like with like your Vulcan cannon, yeah, and your hell blasters. Yeah, and then and then you gotta you gotta hope that you know the uh, the driver's on your side, um, and he's not keeping very strictly to the timetable. Well, he has to, otherwise people will be like, "Yeah, but there's like a Sorry, minute, mate, anyway, so. you know, a minute, mm. Jesus." That's spoken by a man who doesn't take the bus very often. Yeah, well, they're not always bang on time, are they? Well, the bus has, uh, the, I believe, bus drivers take a certain perverse joy in driving off while you're while you're <laughs> running for the bus stop. They love that because they have to. I mean, also like you've got to get fun oh, somewhere as a bus driver, right? It's not a hugely satisfying job. But you, um, you'd go off and capture a, capture a criminal, you know, put on the laser handcuffs or whatever. That like, if, yeah. he, if he moves his hands, they, yeah, they the come right cuffs. off. Um, judge cut. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I called him by the wrong name. Um, and then, and then by the time you get back, you have to wait for the next tram. I think this would be an excellent Half Life Two mod. I'd love Pick to play this cat. game as like as like a, like a, <laughs> a multiplayer <laughs> a multiplayer game where you play Power mm. Armor dudes. Or like, or like a Destiny mod, something really like nutso over the top, um, and you've got you've got that tether, and like and like you like you have you have to tap um, you have to tap control to strain against your tether as far as, as far as far as you can, and if you t- like if you, if you tap it too far, it comes untethered. If you don't tap it fast enough, you don't you don't move any further. <laughs> oh, that's delicious! I want to play this game so bad. All right, how about another one? How about another one? No, no, I want to play this as a multiplayer game. <laughs> All right, what you got? What you got? This one's from David Morrison, with mm-hmm. Nail and Dragons. So it's with Nail and I, but Paul McGann's character is replaced by a load of dragons. Can you help us? We've gone to a dungeon by mistake. <laughs> we demand the finest potions in all of Fairroom. <laughs> I want them here, and I want them now. <laughs> Have you seen the dungeon master? He's up in high field, legs bound in polythine. <laughs> Sorry, I um, love that film. Oh, but we, we both adore that film. It's one of my mm-hmm. favourites. I think that um, I think this is just most games of D and D. Really, it's it, it's games um, of D and D being honest. Yes, in that no one's really sure what's going yeah. on. I wonder what it's like, Chris, playing in like. A proper game of D and I literally wouldn't know. Like you must have done it at some point, though, right? With like levels and shit, and oh yeah, I guess in my in, in, tasks, in the fault of my dungeon youth, crawls. I have done such things, but it's been a long time. Yeah, because sticking hard and fast to the rules and essentially doing only what what is written in a pre, in a pre published adventure yeah. that's some dull shit. But that's how I think that's how most people. That how most people? I don't do know. It? Do most people just? I, I want to talk about something. I have just something that's been bothering me for a while. Bad dogs, bad dogs. What you gonna, yeah. What you gonna do? Sorry, I got that in my head. I love it's, it. It's it's bad dogs. No fuck it. This, this is a tangent we don't need to. I I, I, I want to try and sound. I want to try and sound clever. I'll do it in a later you can, episode. You can don't sound worry. It's fine. I'm sure it'll come again. No, it's fine. I sound I sound clever all that's the time. That's true. But like I was thinking, especially clever. Hmm. Hmm. How about the shady unicorn and the lizard wizard? <laughs> that is from Genofire. That is fun to say. I was very happy with that when I saw that one. Two players. Yep. One of you plays the shady unicorn. Yep. That's the stealth. That's a stealth component. Okay, not how I had it, but carry on. One of one of you plays the lizard, the lizard wizard, mm-hmm. uh, and they're the fence. And so you've just got a unicorn stomping into houses and trying to steal things without opposable opposable fingers. <laughs> So I thought uh, the shady stuff unicorn. Into its sack. Go on. I thought the shady unicorn was trying to sell you nylons while there's a war on. <laughs> a spit of unicorn. Yeah. And the lizard wizard. Pencil that pencil moustache. Mm. So the lizard wizard. The lizard wizard. <laughs> the li- okay, I love it. The lizard wizard. Lizard wizard. He's playing find the lady with geckos. Ah right. Sorry, like geckos are bidding, or he's got geckos and he's shifting them around. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it inside the gecko? Yes. Because you can't no, really put a gecko over something. He's shifting around three geckos. Mm. However, the way that the, the wizardry happens, in, in air quotes, which you can't see but might have heard, mm-hmm. um, is that one of them's actually a chameleon. Right. And, ch- and you've got to try and find the red gecko. Right. However... It'll, it'll change colour when it's under his hand. It'll change colour. Wizardry. What if... Dark magic. Lizard wizard. Lizards work on heat 
the cold-blooded creatures, and the shady uh-huh. unicorn is a big unicorn which is which is casting shade to try and stop the lizard's wizardry. Oh, by slowing them down. Just by standing in between it and the sun. It's all that stands between us. You play. Maybe it's just a normal-sized unicorn with a brolly. Yeah, I figure it's a normal-sized unicorn. Pounded in the butt by Vancey and spellcasting. <laughs> I just wanted to say that one. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's a very good idea for a game. No, you know what is a good idea for a game? What is? Psyduck Detective. Can he speak like Pikachu Detective, or is he just going "sai" all the time? He's going "sai" and holding his migraine in. Mm. He's having he's he's having like invasive visions of the murder, and just like white flashes and spots. Yeah. Okay, this is a party game. Mm-hmm. Um, one of you looks up the. Um, one of you gets one of those daft logic puzzles. Yep. Um, you read it, and then you read the solution, and you have to you have to explain it through charades and the noise. Sorry. Um, while um, after, I'm guessing after huffing like a load of solvents. Yeah, just a bunch of glue. So like like you huff a load of glue, wait until the high wears off, until you've got the blinding headache. Read a read a murder mystery logic puzzle and the solution, then explain it to your friends while clutching your head. Yeah, Psyduck Detective for kids. <laughs> whilst wearing a deer stalker and a pipe <laughs> and a pipe. Got to have the pipe. It's bad. It's bad boys, isn't it? It's bad. It's bad dogs. Yeah, sorry. Bad boys is the uh, is the film it's based on. Bad dogs. Bad dogs. Or bad dogs or Tramforce. They're both strong. I think Tramforce might work better as a physical or computer game. I'm yes. not I'm not so interested in the interpersonal relationships between the Tramforce members, but I would love to like massively upgrade my Tramforce rocket launcher only yeah. to, only to have it power down because the because the tram sped off while I was um operating. Whereas I do kind of think that that Bad Dogs is just an amalgamation of other games oh, to work shit. together. Yeah, that's true. Well, that we don't have so to release it per se. What well, we could put out for free, no, that's or true. you know, we could we'd have to charge people for it. You put out most of your games for free. Oh, well, no, well, for free, but I, I, I rinse my patrons for cash. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Sorry, our patrons now. Yeah. Um, so thank you, patrons. You're lovely people. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, well, I guess it's spin daddies then, isn't it? Oh, but how do you make an interesting PR game? <laughs> oh, daddy sauce. Ah, well, that's just spin the bottle, but we're brown. Back, we're back on jizz again. <laughs> Can we stop? <laughs> no, it's very hot. And I think we're done. <laughs> it's nowhere near as hot as it was last time. No, I, I, we apologise for last session. Um, I died. We were dying. Yeah, it I was died. the worst. Jesus we had terrible. a funeral and were reborn after yeah. a short mini game. Just a bunch of digital ghosts. Mm. Mm. Uh, so the game which we're going to release is Tramforce. It's Tram Force. It's gonna be. It's gonna have to be Tram Force because Bad Boys is just a hack of of Honey Heist and that's something you can do Blue Peter style in your own home. Yeah, you can do that. Like here's two we made earlier. Please combine yeah, stick, them. Sticky back plastic. There's only so many times I can recycle my own rules before people start to notice. Hopefully, a couple more times yet. Hey, <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> wolves at the door. <laughs> but I think that there's something in Tram Force. I think there's something yeah. like there's like. If if I can get a nice big drawing of a robot, sorry, a guy in power armor, Judge Dredd mm-hmm. looking guy, in a tram. Like he's slightly larger than the tram. Definitely taller. <sighs> yeah, that's what I mean, like height wise, like yeah, leaning yeah, out yeah. of a window. Like he can slightly. get in, he has to be able to get in for the game to work. Yeah, but but ducking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um and then you have like a random table of quests, um and go from there. I yeah. honestly the thing which interests me as well is the is the historical um, movements behind Tram Force. Like, why is Tram Force the only means of policing the UK? Yeah, I love that idea. Like, there, there is no army, no police, mm. just Tram Force. I assume it was some sort of buyout. Th- like, they privatised things. Are there more trams now? Nope. So the same number of trams. <laughs> yep. Love it. When they when they need to get them somewhere else, they they bodily pick up a tram and put it on a train. <laughs> And then move that train to where it needs to go, and then take the tram off. Trains. Like trams, for trams. Exactly. However, they quite often have to do solve cases in towns without tramways, which is just awkward. Mm. Thank you for listening to Hearty Dose, friends. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this um, this brand new experiment in, well, 
rehashed experiment. You know what? In in us in us reflex our game design muscles and show off our big game design guns. Look out! In this. These swans are sick. <coughs> oh, Chris, you didn't flex your arms, did you? Yeah. You've got to be I careful. Died. <laughs> swans. I got two real swans <laughs> stuck to my shoulders instead of arms. Oh, the feathers when I tried to sleep. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this, please send us some questions uh, because mm. we're in dire need, obviously. Um, we, we, went, we went through them a bit quick because somebody's going on his holiday. Yeah, holidays. I have to go on my holidays. What was it you said earlier? Holly Bobs? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm saying that again so you can't edit it out. <laughs> I can just edit out of this bit. Holly Bobs. Well, you just—I mean—you just have to say something really Holobobs. complimentary about me, and then I won't edit it out. Holobobs are great. No, wait. Thank you for listening to Hype, friends. Thank you for your ongoing support. Thank you for sending your games ideas, um, and thank you for the for the, for the sweet dollar dollar you give us through patreon.com forward slash Hype Dice Friends. Uh, if you don't give, you can give, and if you do give, thank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can also. Uh, one, one of the main benefits of coming along to the um, to the patrons, you get access to the Discord, which is full of really lovely people. We have nice mm-hmm. chats about stuff. We uh, run games on there. Um, Chris, uh, quite, uh, were you playing at the moment with people? What's, what's the uh, game you're playing? Doing Spire playtest. Uh, but like you're playing some sort of video game with them as well. Oh, I'm playing Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Yes, Chris has part the of online some, one. Some sort of online Final Fantasy game, which I I'm not going to go. I'm not going to touch with a fucking barge pole. It's not my fault. You're not cool. Okay. We love you. We're going to go now. I can't wait to open my door. I'm so excited. And cool down a little bit. Mm -hmm. And maybe get some lunch. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And look forward. Look forward. Sorry? Nothing. Fuck you. Look forward. (laughs) Look forward. You know what? The thing is, it's only coming through on your audio. Damn. So as long as I don't say holla. (laughs) Ha! I might have just kept my mic. Yeah, I'm sure. Thank you for listening. We love you. Look forward for Tramforce coming to all good, all good stores near you soon. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Hollabop, hollabop, hollabop.